Hi, and welcome to Com Church Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk you're about to hear. Carl and Ellie were children, and they played together, and they loved pretending that they were explorers. And they would go on explorations and they'd go through jungles and they'd fight monsters. And they had this spirit of exploration and to be an explorer. So they they both watched a movie. And then this movie was about an explorer who had an airship called the Spirit of Adventure. And he went on on a trip to South America, this explorer, And they were captivated. These children were captivated, Ellie and Carl. And he went on this exploring trip and he found an amazing place in South South America called Paradise Falls. Never been discovered. He found it. And this captivated Carl and Ellie. And they they played this game and and they pictured themselves up in this airship called the Spirit of Adventure. And in their child's imagination, they would fight dragons and do all these things, you know, to to discover. And they, you know, they they wanted to be able to, to be explorers when they grew up. Well, they did grow up and they married. Carl and Ellie married and they'd got this spirit of adventure still in them. They wanted, they didn't want just ordinary, everyday living. They were married and, and they'd got these dreams of what they wanted to achieve and where they wanted to go. And you know, and, and they were all, but you see, the thing was, that the trouble was, even though they'd got this spirit of adventure and, and, they, and they wanted to do something different with their lives and make a difference and have excitement and fulfillment and success. You know what happened? Life happened. Life happened. And you know, that's very much like our lives, isn't it? We start off in life. Children start off in life and they play all these imagination games at what they want to be when they grow up. Then we eat our teenage years and we think, oh, I'm going to be this when I leave home, when I've done my education, when I've been to university, I've done my apprenticeship. I want to be this. And and there's a spirit of adventure when we're young and we're free and carefree. And then, of course, we, we get to a certain stage in our lives when life starts to happen and that spirit of adventure is still there, but it, it's not able to to flourish because life happens, situations happened, marriage came, mortgages came, children came, other demands on our lives came, and all of a sudden that spirit of adventure begins to lose its shine. Are you here this morning? Is that how you feel this morning? You know, when you look at your life, where you are now, just like Carl and Ellie, did you start out with great plans, great dreams, but stuff happened, life happened, and it began to block? Well, that's how Carl and Ellie found themselves. And of course, they had a good life, but they had a mundane life. They had the same life as everybody else was living around them. And before they knew where they were, 
They were in their senior years. Has that happened to you? I'm in my senior years now. How many of us are in our senior years? Thank God some people haven't got this far. But you look back, I look back over my life. You're looking back over your life. And when we were in our senior years, you think, where's, where's our life gone? One minute I was just 20, then I was 30, then I was 40, then, I, then I'm 60 and there's people here, 70s. Come on, I haven't got that far. <laughs> but listen, but how quickly it's gone. How quickly it's Young people here this morning, I want you to listen to my word this morning. Because you sit, you know, you've got your plans, your desires. But I tell you, stuff will happen to you in life. Stuff happens. And so what happened? Ellie died. <coughs> His wife died. Ellie died. And, and Carl was faced with the fact of, where do I go from here? Totally bereft of his, his hopes. There's no way I'm going to find Paradise Fall now. And what happened in his, because he was elderly, the property developers came and pulled down the houses in his road. And they wanted to pull his house down. But Carl was stubborn. You get stubborn in your old age, apparently, even more stubborn. And he, he suddenly, he decided to think about his life, where he is now. And because he wouldn't move, he dug his heels in, he wouldn't move. Because his memories, the memories of the spirit of adventure was there. The memories of he was going to go and find parad his paradise fall. He refused. And so the authorities worked with the property developers to get him put into a residential home and solve the problem. And, you know, the thing is, I'm going to show you a, a movie from here, from where this has come from. And I want to show you that Carl had already formed a plan. He had assessed his life. He had looked, again, at the spirit of adventure and at this day, even at this stage of his life, watch this. <coughs> morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Mr. Fredrickson. You ready to go? Ready as I'll ever be. Would you do me a favor and take this? I'll meet you at the van in just a minute. I uh, want to say one last goodbye to the old place. Sure. Take all the time you need, sir. That's typical. He's probably going to the bathroom for the 80th time. <sighs> You'd think he'd take better care of his house.
what had happened. Carl had got his spirit of adventure rekindled in his heart. And even though at that stage of his life, he thought, it doesn't have to be like this. I don't have to become a, a, a statistic. I don't have to go with the flow. I can rekindle my spirit of adventure. I can go. As he said, I'll send you a postcard from Paradise Fall, 2018 church. Every single of one of us that are sitting in this meeting, we need a spirit of adventure for the world that we're living in now. We need to, re perhaps you have never had one, well this morning you will receive one. And those of you that need to rekindle the spirit of adventure that you once had. You see, he went up, he created an environment where he just went up, up and away, into new things, into adventure, into going and getting his heart's desire. He didn't want to do the same old, the same old. And I tell you, this morning, God is into up. Jesus is into up for every single one of us. This morning, I feel this passionate, passionately this morning. It's up. In 2018, it's up. It's up for you. There's a God is into up. He never wanted us down. He wanted us up. And you know, there's one up that if we love Jesus this morning, there's one great up that we have already done. There's one great up which will never, um, never be beaten. And that is, if, if you, you know, um, is our salvation. But God is into up. God is about up. He tells us in his word to wake up. He tells us in his word to stand up. He tells us to look up. And one day, we'll be caught up. Can I have a hallelujah to that? We'll be caught up. He's into up. He came down. He came down so we could go up. He didn't come down so to stay down with us. He came down. And the Bible says in Psalm 40 verse 2, and I want people, you know, I'm taking massive steps of faith this morning. I've waited on this word from, word from November. I am bursting at the bit with this word. I've woken up preaching this word. I've slept this word. And I've had, you know, do you believe that God reveals things to us today? Do you believe that? Well, God has revealed to me. And whether it happens or not, I am going out there. I want you to look at Psalm 40, verse 2. This is the biggest up that there is. There will never be another big up for us because without this up, there is no up at all. If we look at the Psalms, it says, He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock making my footsteps firm. Every one of us that committed our lives to Jesus was brought up out of a miry pit, the pit of death, the pit of eternal separation from God, 
the pit of hell. We were all in the pit. We were all going to the pit of all pits, and that is hell, a lost eternity. We had disobeyed God. We'd all gone, the Bible says, we all went our own way, doing our own thing. But Jesus, our sin separated us from God. And the only way back to God was for the spotless lamb. Nathan gave us the gospel this morning, so I'm not... He came down to bring us up out of a pit, a pit of eternal separation from God. And there are people this morning at the beginning of 2018, God said to me, there's people going to be in that meeting this morning who have heard the gospel, who know what Jesus did for them, have sat in church knowing that Jesus came to save them. But will you tell them this morning that until they have done that one up, I have got amazing ups coming down the road for them. Once they've done that one up by surrendering their lives to me, letting me lift them up this morning, not waiting till February, March, April, May, because tell them they need to do it this morning because there's ups that he wants to bring great ups. So until we've come, until we've allowed Jesus to lift us up into salvation, up into new life in Jesus, the ups that I'm going to be talking about cannot be activated in your life. And I've got some exciting ups that God's got for 2018. And so I'm challenging now people, and, I'm, and the Lord said to me, tell people not to wait for someone else. Not to wait and say, well, I don't know what my husband will think. I don't know what my, my mum and dad would think. I don't know what my friends would say. God is saying this morning to you, he came down, he went to hell, he shed his blood, he rose again, and then he went up to his father. And when you give your life to Jesus, this morning you will be seated with, seated with him in heavenly places, set free for ups for ups coming in your life that you never experienced. Now, I'm going to challenge you because to, to give our lives to Jesus is a serious thing. It's not, oh, what will people think? You know, God's looking for boldness in his people this morning. And so I'm going to put a challenge out right now. I know there's people in this meeting. I don't know everybody, but I'm going to say, I'm going with the Holy Spirit. God is saying, don't delay because there's an upcoming that you could miss. And it could take another 10 years for that opportunity to come again. And so I want every eye to be bowed, right? If you'll all close your head, your, and if I can have some light so I can see the people, if I can have some light. I'm challenging, and it's not wait. This is between you and God. God came down, and he wants to lift you up out of a pit of separation from God. You haven't got time. We haven't got time to mess around now. There's things that God has called you in your life to do. Why are you here? Why is all this happening in your life? Well, I'm going to ask you now. Um, the, the, the Christian life is an up. First of all, I wasn't supposed to come up here yet. I've planned this just for people who don't know, have never made that commitment to the Lord. Carl, when was your up in Jesus out of that pit into new life? Um, it took me a while, actually, because I'd been coming to church probably since 2005. 
um, just for like dedications of the kids, etc. Um, special occasions. And I think I started coming regularly in 2010. Um, but in truth, I haven't found the Lord. Um, and then one day, I remember I was sat up on the balcony and I just felt an overwhelming sense of love for me. Um, and and um, I don't know, a peace of mind, an inner peace and um, a knowledge that I, I didn't have to fear the future. Um, and the next thing, I was down at the front there giving my life to the Lord. Um, and, in, and in truth, that stayed with me, even when I've had uh, difficulties and dark periods in my life since then. I know the Lord's been there guiding me through and holding me up. Hallelujah. So, I'm seeing you there, Smart. When did you give your, when did you come up into the newness of life with Jesus? Um, I was just last year, and um, I knew there was something missing. And since then, it's, it's just been amazing. Up. It's been up. Up. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I got Louise over here. You see, it's good to know it works. The up works. It's good to know that. Louise, isn't she beautiful? Look, she's having a baby. Isn't that wonderful? We've got lots of babies in this. Up for Jesus. More babies. Up. All right. Um, up and out. Yeah. Um, I basically gave my life in 2016. Uh, I was healed from bipolar, suicidal thoughts, self-harm. It's been a continued journey. Um, my husband was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Um, we were told that generally by them, when the symptoms are there, it's too late. And we found out he was healed from cancer. Um, they, we were told um, that none of his treatment had worked. That was immunotherapy, chemotherapy and radiotherapy. Um, we were also told we would never have any more children. And I'm 16 weeks pregnant. So. Oh, and then we've got to do Steve. Stand up, Steve. Come on, tell us what God did to you for you last year. He brought you up. Um, in um, well, it's September last year, I had this feeling, and I went up to the front, and the wonderful Wes prayed for me, and that was the day I gave my life to Christ. And then I was baptised in October, and yeah, I've never looked back. It's been the best year. So there's only one way forward, and that's up. Amen. Now, will everybody close their eyes, please? I'm going to give people an opportunity to say, Lord, I'm going to start January as I mean to go on right now. And all we need to say is, Lord, I receive your love in my life this morning. I'm surrendering my life. I want to come into the ups that you've got for my life. I want to serve you. I realize you died on the cross to save. There's no reason this morning for me not to get right with you and to come in to my, your wonderful family and have forgiveness and to have all that you've got for me. I want you right now to take the courage while every eye is closed to raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. Don't wait. You could do this in June, but you don't know whether you've got a June. So let's just take the step of faith this morning. Nobody's going to embarrass you. Just raise your hand right now all over this building. Let me see if there's someone here. Thank you. I see you. Thank you very much. I see your hand. You will pray in a moment. Anyone else? Please. See, that there's somebody that wants to keep you down. 
The devil is telling you right now, oh, don't. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. The enemy will keep you down. You need to take boldness right now, like all of many of us have done right here. If you've heard testimonies this morning, I want to give you that opportunity. I'm looking all over the building. Don't wait for someone else. You raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. Say, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He was in. We are, Jesus was never about down. God is never about down. He's about up. That person who's raised your hand this morning, if you come and see me after the meeting, I'll pray with you. And you can come in now to what I'm saying. Jesus was about, his word tells us um, it's all about up. It's wake up. Stand up, look up, and one day, as I say, we will be caught up. He came down so we could go up. And so he came, took us up out of an awful pit. And so right now, God is saying he's looking for a people in 2018 to have, like Carl, a spirit of adventure. And we all start out with that. And if we're going to go up with God... We, we won't go up into the things that God's got for us as a church or as individuals unless we have a spirit of adventure. But we let stuff happen in our lives. I want us to look at Matthew 17, verses 1 to 3. This is a special, special story about an up. An up that is an, a most, one of the most amazing ups in the Bible. It's as important as any other thing that, that God taught us or showed us. He, he t- it says in Matthew chapter 17, 1 to 3, Now after two days, after six days, Jesus took Peter and James and led them up a high mountain by themselves. Therefore, there he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses, Elijah, and Elijah talking to Jesus. This was going up a mountain. Jesus called them up the mountain. And when, can you imagine, Peter, James, and John, why did Jesus, he had 12 disciples, why did he just pick Peter, James, and John? He loved all the disciples. Jesus doesn't have any favorite, but Peter, James, and John caught Jesus' attention. Why did Peter, James, and John catch Jesus' attention to go up that mountain and witness something that is amazing? They saw an amazing transformation. They saw Jesus like they'd never seen him before. They saw him just change all whiteness. They saw his glory. They saw his Peter, James, and John witness the glory of the Lord transforming. Jesus was showing what he was all about, what his coming was all about. He'd got Moses on one side. We know that Moses died and was buried. We've got he had Elijah on the other side. He's talking about our eternal that we're eternal beings. He had Elijah. What was Elijah all about? Well, Elijah was caught up. He didn't die. And so we see 
they were, they were witnessing something that was that Jesus was saying that some will die and be in the grave. Some will be on the earth when I come again. But both, both are going to be caught up to be with me. It, I know there's end time things to go with that, but I want to leave it there. But what I'm saying is Peter, James, and John saw Jesus in a way they'd never seen him before. And 2018, church, for every one of you, Jesus wants you to find him and see him in a way you've never seen him before. But you've got to go up. You won't see him staying in the same old. Same. If you haven't got that spirit of um, adventure, you see, what was, the, what was it with Peter, James, and John? Well, Peter had enthusiasm. He's known for enthusiasm. Where's your enthusiasm this morning for 2018? You want to see Jesus. Jesus has got amazing things to show you and to show me in 2018. But he chose Peter. Because, where was your enthusiasm? Did you start out enthusiastic? Did you start like, like Ellie and Carl? Start out in your Christian life full of enthusiasm. You were going to do great things for God and, and that. But stuff happened. Life happened. But Jesus recognized in Peter, even though he was flawed, Peter was a flawed man, we know that, but there was enthusiasm. When we first get saved, there's such a, a, an enthusiasm, and it caught Jesus' attention. What did John? John. John was known for his love. John was, was known because he loved. And so God's, when we love, and we have love in us, it catches God's attention, Jesus' attention. What about James? He was faith. James was a man of faith. You know, there's people here that used to be known as the man of faith. Oh, she's a woman of faith. She's a man. What happened to it? You know, we lost the this, this spirit of adventure. We've dropped into the mold. Oh, that's for young people. I leave it for young people. No, Carl. Carl, even at his stage, captured the spirit of adventure. And so they went up that mountain. They went up, up. We, remember, we, we're called to go up. And they saw Jesus like they'd never seen him. But I'm speaking to people this morning that 2018, you have to rekindle your spiritual adventure. In Peter, James, or John, there wasn't, I'm too tired. I'm worn out. I've done my bit for England. I've done my bit for Com Church. I'm too tired to, to hold on to that dream and, and to pursue. I'm, I'm, you know, I tell you what, church, it's time to get your spirit for 2018. The spirit of adventure needs to grip us as a church. Can I have some amens this morning? The spirit of adventure, God wants to grip your heart because he wants to show you Jesus in a way you've never seen him before. Some of us have got Jesus in the same old, same old. He's the same Jesus that you met when you gave your heart to the Lord. You've not moved on from Savior. You've not moved on from a healer. Perhaps he healed you. You haven't moved on from different aspects that you had at God years, of Jesus years ago. Let, we need to go up. When we go up, we see Jesus afresh. Up the mountain of fresh revelation. God wants to give you fresh revelation about Jesus in 2018. He wants you to have the enthusiasm and the love and the passion of John. John had love. John had passion. He was passionate 
that's what his book is all about. It's passion, a passion. Where's your passion for 2018? If it's to go on anything like 200, 2017, perhaps some of you will say, well, perhaps I should give up. No, God's rekindling. God's word this morning is up, up and away into the things that God has called you to rekindle the call of God on your life. This is going to be an amazing year for Com Church. It's up. It's up. I tell you what, it's up for all of us. It's up for many, many things. It's going to be up in joy, more joy, up to more joy, up to more peace, up to more success, up to more prosperity, up to more in, my mar- in your marriage, up to more, up to more for your family and relationships, for influence. Comp Church is going to grow in influence. We're going to go up and we're going to have more influence. We're going to go up in people's opinions in this time. People that matter, Comp Church is going to go up to greater recognition. All right? More fruit. If we're doing anything in Com Church, whether it be football, whether it be the book club, whether it be practical, there's, whether it will be, I'm, I'm talking now to everyone that's got responsibilities. You need to see in 2018 Jesus in that area that, like you've never seen him in any other way. He wants to show you a freshness to what you're doing in God. I'm speaking to elders and, and, and um, I'm speaking to the sound guys. I'm speaking to the trustees. I'm speaking to anyone this morning who has influence in this church. God is saying it's going to be up. It's going to be up. It's going to be up. And you need the spirit of adventure in all these roles. In all these roles. Because challenges and opportunities are coming come church's way this year. That God does not want um, hours and hours of debate up to opportunities. And when opportunities come, they don't come and stay. They come and go. And unless we grab them, unless we have teams in this church who have a spirit of adventure, who want to go up, who are seeing Jesus in a new way, we won't take those opportunities. But I believe that God is raising, has raised us up. Can I have some amens to encourage my word this morning, all right? So it's a challenge to everybody, every one of us, to see Jesus in a way we've never seen him before in 2018 in all these areas. Roles are going to change. God's going to bring an opportunity to you. You've got... You've got to step out when opportunities come. You go up. Where's your, it's no good saying, but what if this happens and if that happens and if we can't do that? What if we can't afford it? What if we can't do that? If we're honouring God in our giving, if we're honouring God in our living, when opportunities come, we can grab them in the spirit of adventure. I don't want the same old, same old, the same old. Some Christians are just living the same quality of Christian life. There's no joy. There's no sense of adventure. I've always had an adventurous spirit. Not because of leadership came, I think, because you have a spirit of adventure. And I just think, I look back over my life as a teenager. I was excited about things of God. I was excited to witness. I was excited to see the to do things happening and to be, I never wanted to be on the back end of something. I wanted to be on the front of it. That's the spirit of adventure. But the enemy comes. He wants to keep you down. He wants to keep Con Church down. He wants your vision down. He wants 
your energy level down. He wants you to just say, well, I can only do so much, so far and no further. I'm too tired. I'm too weary. I haven't got the energy like I used to have. Let me tell you, that's down. That's down. Because these balloons here are full of air. They're full of air. They go up. Balloons don't go down. Balloons go up. And we're full of the air of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit tells us that we're supposed to be full of his energy. He energizes us when we have a spirit of adventure, when we have enthusiasm, when we have passion, when we have love for the things that God loves. Church, it's up. 2018 is up. And I'm here to rekindle that passion, that passion within each of us. There's people sitting here. And that's all you've done is sit God is saying, no, this 2018 is your year. You're going to take up steps of faith, greater faith, greater faith, greater boldness, greater, more courage, more power, more power. Do you want more power? Do you want more power? What's power? Power is the ability to get the job done. That's what power means. We think power is shaking on the floor and you know, all the manifestations that we've seen over the... No, God's power is the ability to get the work done, to build the kingdom. That is, but you won't do without the spirit of adventure. Carl and Ellie lost the spirit of adventure. You haven't... The, it doesn't matter what our circumstances is, we go up. Up. It's up, up, up. And I want to encourage you, you know, the church is up. God said, he said, you're a light. Set where? On the pavement? On the road? Where are we? Where is, the, where is our light? It's upon a hill. We're set upon a hill. The church is up. God's lifting his church up. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter what the devil throws at the church. It's rising up. It's rising up. Don't take no for an answer. I've sat in an amazing conference for a week in San Diego, a conference which was above all conferences I've ever known. And everything we're saying here, I'm glad I prepared this word before I went. Josh had got it all because it was so confirming. It was so, it was so up. The whole conference, mind you, Morris's conference has never been anything else, but it was up. It was up. The church is strong. The church is strong, right? It's made up of enthusiasm, passion, and love. And the church is rising up. I want to be part, I want Com Church to be on the cutting edge. That's why I challenge everybody this morning a fresh revelation to who Jesus is. I love this. This is an end time prophecy psalm, and I love this. I've loved this scripture. This is what, if anybody say, What do you build? What have you built? You're calling on. Let me tell you, this is Isaiah 2, verse 3. Many people will come and say, Come, let us go up. I'm doing it again. Listen. Many people will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of God, of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. I will go out from Zion. The law will go out from Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. We're the spiritual Jerusalem this morning. People will come to us. When we're a church that is up, 
we have built a church over many years now, and it's an up church. If you're a down person, you're lost. If you're a down person, if you lost two years, I, I will be very, very surprised in Com Church. We're an up church. We don't like to be told, no, we can't be done. We don't like obstacles. We'll remove the leaders that we have in this church. We'll remove obstacles. We'll not take blockages. We'll go right through them. Even if a church, my husband used to say, if the church goes back to 30, Helena, we'll go back to 30 because God will soon build it back up again. Because we have to have people that are strong and up. And people want to keep you down. And you've got challenges coming. But the house of the Lord is up. Jerusalem, when you drive up to Jerusalem in Israel, it's amazing. You drive up and you look, and Israel is right up there. Um, Jerusalem is right up there on a hill. That's where the church is. It's all truth. Jerusalem in the Bible speaks of the spiritual church, us, local church. It speaks about us. And many people want, see, people will come to a church that's up. Who wants to go to a church that's down? Who wants to go to a church that's full of people who haven't got any energy, doesn't, can't do anything, waiting for someone else to do it? No, people will be attractive. Says many people will come and say, let us go with you. Up. Let's go up to Zion, the song used to be. Let's go up to Zion. Let's go up to Zion, the city of our God. There's singing in Zion. There's joy in Zion. There's victory in Zion. Come on, church. Let's go up. And 2018 is up. Will you say with me, 2018 is up. Come on, ready? 2018 is up. Up, come on, up. Thanks for listening to Com Church Talks. We'd love to hear from you, and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to get in touch, visit our website at www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless.